Hi, and welcome to More Human, More Resources, the HR podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm Vicki Brown, your host and CEO of Vidominale Enterprises. As a serial entrepreneur, I understand that having the right expert help has been critical to my success. That's why I'm dedicated to telling you, in plain language, what's going on in the world of HR that might impact your business and what you need to do about it with real actionable tips to help you master that list of must-dos and grow your leadership muscle. First things first, the information contained in this podcast is provided for general purposes only and is not to be considered legal advice. Your decision to adopt or not adopt any practice or procedure mentioned in this podcast is solely yours and we bear no responsibility for the outcome. We urge you to always consult legal counsel and other appropriate licensed professionals. And with that, let's get into the show. You're listening to Season 1, Episode 26. In this week's episode, our question of the day is how much should you pay your employees? Setting salaries for the positions in your company can seem to be a really tricky prospect, but you can make it a lot easier and more accurate if you follow these five steps. Look at the marketplace. What are other companies paying for this job? There are a host of online resources that can help you figure this out, but first you'll need a job description. Write down the tasks you want the person in the job to do. Group them and edit them a bit, and you'll have the beginning elements of a job description. Then finish it off by adding your expectations for success and the important attributes someone would need to be successful in the position, like the ability to communicate effectively in a complex situation. Once you have a job title and description, take a look at things like salary.com or Payscale or Glassdoor and Indeed to find out what jobs are paying and what companies are offering for that position. Some of these sites let you drill down into location, industry, company size, skills, and experience, so they can be a really valuable resource. And checking out job posting sites will help you with what companies are offering in real time. Next, determine the value of this position to your company. For instance, the operations director provides more value to the business than the customer service representative, or maybe you think it's exactly the opposite. Either way, this will help you see where a job should be positioned inside your organization. What's your budget? I used to make the mistake of making this the first step on the list, and I finally realized I was going after everything backward. Sure, I need to have the funds to pay for the job, but I either won't get any candidates or won't get viable candidates if I put the salary range too low because of my budget. If your budget can't get you in the ballpark of the range your research determined, you'll need to do one of three things. One, rework the budget so you can put more dollars toward the salary. And remember, the purpose of bringing on a new team member is to help you grow the company. So you should see a return on your investment at least inside of three months. Keep that in mind when you're figuring out how much budget you have for the position. Look toward three month salary versus a full 12 month load. Two, be creative with the compensation. Maybe the value isn't in all cash. Could you offer bigger and better perks like more vacation or a bonus or, depending on the position, some sort of profit bonus? 
What about a flexible work week? What's your benefits package? Can the position be part-time? All these features can be part of the compensation conversation you have with a candidate. And finally, number three, if you can't find any way to swing number one or number two, then perhaps rethink bringing on someone new right now. Maybe you can enhance the responsibilities of an existing team member and increase their salary. What are other people in your company making right now? If you have others in the same position, consider where their salaries are, because you don't want a huge swing in compensation for the same job. Sure, someone with significantly more experience may be paid a bit more, but the gap shouldn't be massive. Aside from the problem it can create inside the company, and yes, no matter how hard you may try, salaries always get out. And in fact, you can't force an employee to keep quiet about their salary. Big gaps in comp can leave you with quite the management issue on your hands. Also, consider leaving room for growth. If you bring someone in at the very top of the range for the job, they won't have anywhere to go, but be overpaid for the job you have them doing, in which case you're not being fair to the business. Now, if they bring so much value above what was expected for that role, you should perhaps reevaluate the role. Think of it this way. If they want to leave, what role or title would you look for to replace the value they contribute? You may have hired them as a social media coordinator, but in fact, they're doing the job of a social media director. Now, in addition to the five things you should consider when setting the salary of a job, there are a number of things you absolutely should not consider. Gender. I know you're shocked, but I have to tell you, I still come across this even today. Gender should never be a factor in setting salaries. I can't believe I have to say it. Age. Just because someone is younger does not mean they should be cheaper. Of course, if someone has more experience or skills, they may qualify for a higher salary, but I've met plenty of highly skilled and experienced 24-year-olds, so age cannot be a determining factor. Family status. Yep, I heard this recently too. I'm going to offer him more because he's the head of his household and has mouths to feed. Once I could speak again, I mentioned that that was flawed logic. Otherwise, people with children would be paid more than people without children. I won, by the way. And finally, salary history. That's right, you shouldn't, and in most cases are prohibited from, asking about salary history. Studies have shown that factoring in salary history perpetuates the gender pay gap. Once you're underpaid, if subsequent employers use your salary history to determine their offer to you, you'll continue to be underpaid and never catch up. That's why many states, including California, and some cities ban salary history questions. Well, those are the five steps to figure out how much you should pay your employee. Now, go forth and hire that perfect candidate. If you found this information helpful, please leave a review and tell a friend. Thanks for spending the time. Until next week, same time, same place. <laughs>